Gamer Live, episode six. Has Double it, whammy today. Has it been? Has it been that many already? The old, the old adage, Cole, time flies when you're having fun or when kindly old grandfather has a, an opportunity to spend some time with his yeah. his number one grandson. It's, it's, uh, I know. These are good times. I quit my job recently. And so I think that maybe, you know, hypothetically, you can get in two episodes a week, maybe. That's something to look forward to. And the fact that you quit your job, Cole, brings up uh, an appropriate subject for the summer here and i wanted to discuss that with you we'll and keep just keep it brief so grandpa can get to his story well this is the story the, oh this the, is the story yes the today's program i guess where we're going to center around summer reading lists is the the topic and cole you're going to you know it's going to, it's it's three months away yes but they're going to happen those months, days are going to go by fast. And this is about the time of year, every year, where organizations like Time Magazine and Newsweek, there are other organizations that do it as well. They publish in a in their magazine, and I've seen this since I was your age. They publish a, a list of books and the in the title of the article is the hundred books you should have read before you go off to college mm -hmm. and you look at the lists and most people feel guilty and the reason why is they look at the list and they go god i haven't read that one I, I haven't read that one either. Oh, okay, I heard about that one, but I didn't read it. Oh, they wanted me to read that one in school, but I didn't. Oh, okay, well that I I got a, made a book report about it, but I really just bought a classic comic mm -hmm. and, and read that instead. I looked at a similar list with my dad, but that was about movies, not about yeah. books. Well, movies is a whole different thing. Because movies you can just you can watch in two hours, you know. Books exactly. take it might take it might take as much. And some of the some of them have books on that the, books on the, tape. Books, well, they don't even, I haven't even, I've never seen a list that includes books on tape, but there may be, in fact, some of those. But the, my point on most of the lists, are, it's a guilt trip. The hundred books you should have read, you stupid, ignorant, illiterate idiot, <laughs> before you go off to college, and if you haven't read these books, books you're gonna be laughed out of college by people hey look here comes here comes the illiterate boy the boy that's never read a book <laughs> people can be so cruel on campus that's the list and it is a it is an enormous guilt trip most what it neglects of course is well what books have you been reading some of these dude you haven't read blank yet bro yeah well and the lists keep changing. Some of the lists now include Harry Potter, uh, and oh, or some of what's what's one of the others. But Harry Potter was not showing up on lists fifty years ago. But now Harry Potter. Oh, another one is Hunger Games, and mm -hmm. neither one of those 
neither one of those uh, books were on lists 50 or 60 years ago. And now... Well, they just hadn't been written yet. Well, of course they hadn't been. But so somebody, somebody has decided, is like, well, you know, these are books you should have read before you go off to college. But there are different kinds of lists, Cole. And what I wanted to get into today is... Don't worry, Greg, I've read both of those the book series. Well, okay. So. Then, you're, then you're well on your way. Uh, but some of these lists, are, and this, this is what's interesting. There's the list before starting college. There's another list, 100 books you should have read before you die. And then there's one here, and this is one that I want to get around to because this is, this is one that I guarantee, Cole, if, if teachers went at reading lists this way, it would make all the poor readers in school rush over to the library and want to start reading. And this would be a list called The 100 Books you read before Denzel Washington kills four guys out from the Russian mafia. Hmm. And if you've ever seen the film Equalizer. I've heard of it. All right. Well, this is what's interesting. Denzel Washington plays this character who is a former CIA agent. And he's, he's retired now and he's dropped out of sight. He's faked his own death, so no one will know where he is. He's living way below the radar. He works in a place that is... Jeez, sort of, he wasn't messing around. He's, he, he works in a place sort of like a Home Depot. He just wants to be anonymous. And at night, because he has a little trouble sleeping, he goes to this cafe late at night, and he's continuing to read this list of the hundred books he should read before he died because apparently he had a wife who is died at some point he was married he was married and she died and she either died of cancer or something but she made him promise before he she died that he would quit his way of life as a as a cia agent that uses bare hands to kill people and just live a quiet life. And so he's trying to be a good guy and just read these these books. But fate has a curious way of bringing things around. So Denzel Washington continues to read, but he, he runs into somebody that's in trouble and he has to help them because he's the equalizer. He, he, he straightens out crooked cops and he, he finds this gal that had been a, a prostitute working for the Russian mafia, and he tries to convince the Russian mafia that he'll pay whatever money it is to get her out of it. And the, the, the head of the Russian mafia thinks he's an old geezer that he doesn't, he, he laughs and ridicules him. And so Denzel goes back, reads a little more, and then decides that all right, well, I try to be peaceful. So he goes in and kills kills these four guys with his bare hands. In like John Wick or something? Well, like John, he, he would make, I, I, I don't know if his name is John Wick. I don't think of that. Well, John a, Wick's a movie. Okay, well, this guy isn't John Wick, but it's Denzel. And, and he, 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 has a, he has an expensive chronometer watch and he times it. And he kills these four Russian mafia members 
with their own weapons. He kills him with his bare hands in less than than thirty five seconds. Oh God! Uh, and then he kind of looks at it. And he nods. He, he looks like oh, oh thirty five seconds. Oh, okay, I still got it. So anyway, my my point is if if a teacher were to say to a student, I want you to learn how to, these are the hundred books you should read before you become Denzel Washington and start killing Russian mafia members in less than 35 seconds. Cole, I guarantee you, you would see students running over to the library to learn how to do that. I want to learn how to read. And then once you get there, then you find out some of some of these interesting books. And I just bring up one today, just one, and then we'll leave the rest for later. But on most every list you see, you always see the the work Don Quixote by by Cervantes. Uh, it was one of the it, it's considered one of the first novels. And Cervantes wrote this back in the in the the sixteenth century. <clears throat> Most people find it almost impossible to get through, and it's a big. There are three books inside the whole thing, but a paperback it's copy. It's a big book. Then. It's it's you were talking nearly nine hundred pages, approximately. Jeez. It, but the, the chapters are, are short, relatively short. And so what you find in reading this, this book is that you don't have to read it from cover to cover. You can jump around. You can go a little bit Forrest Gumpy on it and go like Don Quixote is like a box of chocolates. You can just reach in and pick one out, and you don't know what you're going to get. That's you just flip through, you pick can, a small one, and read it. And that's what I did just the other day. And Cole, I I want to bring this this chapter to to students' uh, attention, and that is there's a chapter in Don Quixote. It's about a puking contest, hmm. and it is a chapter where Don Quixote, the hero, the knight errant of the of the novel, and his his uh, faithful companion, Sancho Paza, they're in a, an inn somewhere, a hotel in Spain, and they've been riding around, and for whatever reasons, they eat some bad food or something, and they start puking all over one another. And it it, it's reminiscent of the film, if you've ever seen the film Stand By That's Me. exactly what I was thinking, of, that, that food fight the, scene the, in... Uh, the pie-eating contest. In Stand By Me. In Stand By Me, where they're puking pie all over. Or if you want to go for another another food illusion, you can go with a little John Belushi in Animal House, where he yells out, food fight, and they have this huge food fight in the cafeteria. So here it is, unbeknownst to me, Miguel Cervantes is everybody considers considers him the the epitome of 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 great classic authors, and you find out that he's he's got a little John Belushi in it, and he likes to throw in a, a little puking contest mm -hmm. or a food fight just to keep just to keep the action going. Now, 
I would make this point, Cole. If a language arts teacher had told me when I was a junior in high school, hey, you want a good rat nasty read this summer? Mm -hmm. Want something a little up your alley? Why don't you check out chapter so-and-so of Don Quixote? Because there's a there's a puking contest and a food fight in it. I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee I would have gone over and had Don Quixote checked off my hundred books I should read before I start a puking contest. That sounds like a fun read. I uh, know. So there you go. That's that's our lesson for the day is like, let's look at, let's, let's, let's rename the lists of instead of the hundred, a hundred books that you should read before you go off to college. Maybe, maybe we should start with a, Oh, I've, I've come up with a name here. I've look around and see what I've written. You've got your list I've, of papers. I've got my list of notes. Oh, this would be, I think this would be um, the list. The hundred books that should be consigned to oblivion by the horde. <laughs> and, and then we can, we'll call it that, and we'll include it like the puking contest and Don Quixote should the, the hordes consign that to oblivion. To oblivion, I say. To oblivion. To oblivion. So let's let's start that list. The hundred books that should be consigned to oblivion. And one of them, one of them we have, we have here our candidate for the day. And it is written by another person that has written what is considered a classic. It's Bram Stoker's Dracula, that's the classic. Mm -hmm. But the one that he wrote that is not such a good one, not such a good one at all. Consider, in fact, many people consider it one of the worst books ever to be published. And the name of the book is The Lair of the White Worm. And it's about, it's about a monstrous white worm that lives under, under some guy's house and wants to get out and eat things. And critics have reviewed it and said, this is one of the worst books ever written. So when I, when I see it, and I haven't bothered to read it yet, but it sounds so bad that it's probably worth checking out. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just one of those things that's so bad, you have to check it out. I know, and, and, and what, what, what about it, is you could maybe look at it and go like, okay, well, this is, you know, this, this is kind of bad, but you know, if we just changed it a little bit and we put in a few, we put in a few zombies or something, this, this could be, you know, white worm zombie war. <laughs> it could be gold right there. I know this week, this week or next week starts shark week, but the week after that is the white worm zombie wars. Okay. Good Lord. Yeah. Good Lord is right. So that's, that's the podcast for the day about summer reading lists and how they can be fun. And so that's all the time we've got. Yeah. That just about wraps up episode six today. Okay. Double episode today. Well, until next time. And Cole, how many days is it to uh, until Shark Week now? Oh we... well, it it's been changed now I to know. July eleventh. So well, how many days is that? Give me the countdown. Let's make sure our listeners uh, get the countdown to 
It's going to be 41 days until July 11th. 41 days till Shark Week. All right. You heard it here. Remember. Till next time. This is Dr. J. Signing off.